Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am really hyped up for today because you guys have been requesting this episode. Today, I'm interviewing my mom, who has an incredible story of how she went from poverty to creating over eight figures immigrating from China to Australia. My mother is one of my biggest role models in what she has created. She has inspired me every single day to become the person that I am today. She has achieved so much and just even in what she has achieved um, personally in her personal development is absolutely incredible. I know so many of you want to hear her story. So today we're going to be diving deep into her past in China and how she also um, immigrated to Australia and built the massive success that she has today. So, Mum, I would love for you to introduce yourself to everyone here on the podcast. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Wei Wilkinson. Um, I'm 55 years old. And I came uh, from China when I was 24 and of course, it's not very easy back then when I came. Um, uh, I did study English as a, uh, you know, um, sec, uh, a second language, but I don't really speak much. Um, yeah, it was a struggle. And um, now um, after, I don't know, 30 years, um, um, uh, I, I run my own business um, and also yeah, I'm, I think I'm quite successful. I'm quite happy what I achieved. And uh, um, yeah, I basically can do whatever I want. I have the freedom and and uh, I, I, I can do whatever I choose to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Mum has created so much wealth, but also time freedom, location freedom, you're able to travel to truly um, follow your dreams and do whatever you desire. And I think that mm -hmm. is the ultimate yeah. wealth and the ultimate mm -hmm. success. So mm -hmm. let's go back to the very beginning. I want to talk about you being born in China and your upbringing because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of my audience are um, raised in privileged countries such as Australia or the United States or the UK. And yet you came from such a place of, of poverty, of suffering, of childhood trauma, and yet you're still able to pave such an incredible path in your life. So can you start with like your upbringing in China from when you were born and paint the picture for us of what it looked like? Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, um, before I, I realized, like I, I think I was very lucky going into the uh, personal development, you know, so I start reading books then I make me think of my childhood otherwise I, I never thought that it was something wrong with my childhood you know because uh, as a Chinese we never learn all these traumas emotions you know we always like hide it you know never talk about it of course uh, in back then no one knows but now you know people talk about it and when I um, I'm, I have parents, of course, they're both living in China. My mom is a doctor 
and uh, life is of course I, I don't want to compare with her she her life is more difficult than me of course um, I was uh, the second child I have a sister and brother and after I was born my mom was uh, working in um, like a uh, one hour away from where she live um, so she she have to bring me uh, uh, to her work, stay there for almost like a week, and then come back to the weekend. And uh, uh, of course, she told me, that's all my mom told me. And she said to me, uh, when she go to work, she leave me all by myself. She only can come when she can to feed me. Um yeah, and after, after I think seven months, and my grandma saw me, and I think I was I was very skinny and not really developed because you know it's hard for my mom working and take care of me, and uh, so my grandma said, "Oh, why don't you give it to me and I look after for you?" So after seven months, um, yeah, I my my grandma look after me. In the countryside of Shanghai, my mom lived in the city, and I think I lived with her for uh, for five years, and uh, I just I remember a few things here and there. She, she's very good, like gave me food and stuff like that. But I remember she doesn't really communicate with me especially like a one instance and i remember she never really uh, we went out like far away we walk we walk we walk for hours but she never talking as talked to me for one sentence we just walked <laughs> i don't wow. know i think i think i i in my childhood i think i i feel i think a lack of, lack of love Mm-hmm. And uh, lack of um, care, um, the, the people just, I'm not blame anyone or my mom or my grandma, they, they do a great job. They, they're very hard. Life is very difficult for them. They do the best what they can. Um, they feed me everything, but I think the, when you child, you need a lot more love and care and and teach stuff like that but after after five years and then my parents decide to bring me to shanghai uh, in the city so during that time from seven months to five years old you you never really knew about your family like you were never explained Mm, no i don't think so no uh, I don't think so because it's I was very little I don't I don't really remember I, but for me just trying to go back myself I don't think I knew or at least they told me and I didn't know about it because mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think I know because the reason is now I think back myself when I went to Shanghai with my parents and the, of course, I don't remember the first things how, but all I remember is when I they, cause my parents are working right, and so I went to the like childcare or kindergarten. I think a kindergarten, uh, before school, and I was so scared 
and I was like vomiting mm-hmm. because I never see such like thing like because um like it's not like Australia wherever you go is everything is very similar right mm-hmm. and in the countryside just le- less building but over there yeah it's it's very isolated not many people there is like where I remember um sorry I go back a bit more is I remember over there there's no shops my grandma have to make everything from scratch mm-hmm. there's no shop nothing and I remember she she makes own clothes she sew even the uh use the thread and I remember see her the with the thing um machine to make a a, a material cloth like mm-hmm. a your know, clothes material and also I saw her she making her shoes own shoes so she has layers laser layers of cloth and then she cut it like a shoes whoever they, she make the shoe size and then she used a very thick um like a thread uh, uh, needles stitched all up and then also she before she stick maybe she used the glue the glue is not you buy she used like a rice she mm. made up herself to glue all together and then she make the top and stitch everything all together yeah so it's so different there's no shop and nothing she make everything herself and then come to Shanghai and you see so much buildings and in the kindergarten you have so many kids and even like uh, go to the bathroom is so different mm-hmm. um in, in back then in with my grandma there is no separate bathroom really it's oh, I don't know if I should say but you you probably never seen there's just a wooden thing you just sit down and do it yeah <laughs> you know it's next to the next to the, actually in the bedroom Wow! Did it smell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you close it. There's a lid. You close it. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what it is. I know. Yeah. It's, and the house is so small. Um, basically, it's just a bed, and outside you cooking. And that's it. Very, yeah. very. And you said small. there were chickens and animals running oh, around. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of animal. My my grandma. My grandma's really good. Um, also planting grow vegetables they have to they have to mm-hmm. she live on land you know she she grow everything and mm-hmm. um, you name it, everything and she have pigs she have ducks chickens like um lamb i think yeah and she has chicken everywhere running around <laughs> you know mm. yeah. yeah and uh, is this the moment where you realized that you were poor you said you had this moment as a child where oh, yeah. you realized that you were poor and that you wanted more money no i i, I didn't know uh, but i know i don't know why i think it's from my past life i don't know i was looking at my grandma's jaws uh, uh, mm-hmm. i don't know well i was very little and i'm looking like something some good stuff like uh, you know and i i can't find anything that's nothing. She so you're got looking nothing. for like jewelry or gold yeah. or something no, like that. Yeah, anything like yeah, some jewelry. I don't know why. I just look looking, you know. But she doesn't have anything. I thought, oh, she's very poor. I don't know where this come from. How <laughs> I know mm, this poor? No one told me. But that. I don't know. And because you didn't have access to TV 
you no, didn't see anyone else who's then, richer than you. No TV. At my oh, I have to tell you, when I was little, I think until five years old, uh, before I go to back to Shanghai, there's no light. No electricity. There's no light, no electricity. And I remember she used to use the lamp, use the oil. There's a lamp, lantern, yeah. lantern, yeah, lamp. It's not really lantern. It's a lamp, oil lamp. She put oil and、okay. light up. Yeah, we do that. But the funny thing is, but later on, when I bit older, like I was in Shanghai, but then I sometimes my uh, uh, holiday, I go there. Then I don't know exactly what year. Then they start having electricity. One day I remember, like so excited. I feel, oh my god, so exciting! We're gonna have a electricity. So, but after they turn on and so bright, funny, and I feel, oh, I don't know. I didn't feel excited. I feel,、mm. I think maybe I don't know. Maybe didn't feel natural. I just feel so bright. Like it's just too easy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. And I think maybe I still prefer the other way. Or I, I think oh, different. I think the lamp make you very cozy and warm. It's a warm light. Yeah, warm. You feel good feeling. You know. I think、mm. that's what it is. But when you turn on the light, you feel just bright.、Mm. It's just feel not not good, not feel warm and anything. Just oh yeah, light. Like yeah, I, I in before. They, they, I was so excited, but after I was like, "Oh, okay, that's it." <laughs>、mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and okay, I'll just talk about when I went to, back to China, Shanghai, with my parents. And I, I think I was,、um, I think I didn't know, of course, back then. But I remember, I used to constantly vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. Constant vomiting, and, and I remember a sign that your body is in fear. Like vomiting is fear, rejection.、Yeah. Like you're, 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 you don't feel safe. Yeah, because I think just don't know what's going on. Like one place to the others, you know, and and a, such a big difference. I think, and and anyway, I I still remember when I was in the kindergarten, and my mom, I think, ran. I heard、um, the teacher was saying, "Oh, she's okay." I think my mom was worried. See how I was settled down, settled in. Yeah, I think it took me a while. Then, then I remember after a year or two, I was settling very good. I was happy to go to the kindergarten. Yeah, everything. And but also, I just remember with my grandma, we don't have books,、mm-hmm. not nothing, you know. So and, you weren't、uh, taught anything. You didn't. No, no, yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, and then I remember when I come back to Shanghai, my because just before or school, my mom trying to open the book, try to teach me. This is plan. This is this. I don't know. I was just so scared. I think, I think maybe it was.、Uh, I didn't learn learn the basic stuff. Maybe fields jumped, or I don't know.、Mm-hmm. I just couldn't learn, and I can see she was very frustrated. I mean,、yeah. and、uh, that doesn't make me. Of course, I'm not saying it's her wrong, you know. But I, I think I just feel、mm, something wrong with me, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not smart, and、uh, yeah. But also, I think I have very low self-esteem back then, and、uh, I think everyone. I think、uh, 
in the end, I, I didn't know, but of course now I know. And I read a book, and they said when you emotion, emotional, emotionally not developed, you can't really learn. So no. I think, yeah, I, 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 I. A lack of a lot of things, and I just couldn't learn. And and I I think a lot of people I perceive is, I can feel they think I'm very dumb and stupid. Yeah, mm. that, that's uh, yeah, and make me believe I'm I'm not smart, you know. And I also I'm introvert, like I, I'm I don't talk, I hardly talk, I'm scared, I always constantly yeah scared. On the other hand, my sister, she's like so bubbly. She she always talk, you know, and then and people love her. She sings, she talk, you know. Um, yeah, she 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 got a lot of confidence. So I can see my parents really like like her a lot. Yeah, back then, you know. <clears throat> and uh, and uh, also in China, uh, in Shanghai. Uh, we we lived in like twenty uh, is that square meters? Uh, yeah. yeah, um, twenty square meters, a room, one room for five of us. And I still remember we have a, a, a like a double bed for my parents. Then we have a couch. Put the couch was like just an on the on the back of the window, like the on the window, you know, and. Uh, there is a there is a, a some piece of furniture. Of course, you have to put like all these clothing and 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 the dinners stuff. And we have a, a table, you know. And um, each night we have to make our own bed. Is me and my sister sleep on the couch. We have to pull the couch out, put a, a mattress on top. Then pillow, then donuts, and my brother have a, like a single, uh, single bed can fold, metal single bed fold half, put it away, and in the night time, opens up, he does the same, make his own bed and sleep. So every morning we have to put it away, and I remember I used to feel, oh my god, every day I have to do this, you know, <laughs> yeah. We have to, yeah, every day make our own bed, then take everything off, put it away, and uh, make it into a couch like this. Yeah. Um, and that room now is smaller than the size of your bedroom. I think, yeah, I think, no, I, th I think it's exactly the same as my bedroom. Okay. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny. And five of you were living in there. Yeah, I, and now I think about it, I don't know how. I really don't know how. <laughs> and you guys lived in there until like until I you moved 20, to Australia. Yeah, I was um I was 24 years old when I came to Australia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um Yeah, um I don't know, but one thing is good is um after I came to Australia, I don't really think funny. I don't really think about much about China. I don't know why. Mm. It's like I reborn here. Yeah. Of course, in the beginning, it was very difficult because mm -hmm. I don't know where to go. I don't speak English. I don't know anyone. But lucky, really, compared to my sister, I feel I'm a bit lucky. At least I have her and I have my parents here. 
you know, um, but w- w- the, the first year was very hard. Tried to yeah. work, find a job. Um, yeah, and I, here also it's very different. Um, back then, 19, I came here 1992, and uh, in the weekend, hardly people. And where yeah. I come from in Shanghai was people everywhere, everywhere. And like where I live in, in, in Shanghai, one bedroom. It's like a little, actually, it's a little, it's a one house. Mm-hmm. I had to go back, sorry, to go back forward because I just remembered. It's like a house, have one, two, three, four, four bedroom and one little small, like a small room, uh, very small. Yeah, four big bed uh, room, and so there's a four family live there, and a small room. There's another family, so it's five family live in one house, one room each um, a family, and we used to use um, the top has a toilet, and mm-hmm. downstairs also have a toilet. So the top level people can go to the toilet. Yeah, they up there, and downstairs we have one two. Oh, I'm not sure over there. They do they have toilet upstairs? I'm not quite sure. So at least three, one, two, three family, or three or four. I'm not sure exactly, but anyway, just say three families use one toilet. And I remember, oh my God, sometimes when you have to go, you're busting, and then someone's there. Oh, it's just horrible. It's horrible. Mm. Yeah. It, and you didn't have a shower. You had to use public showers. No, yeah. I just remember, no, we don't have a shower. So w- what we have, we have like a public, you have to pay. Like you have to go to some places. They just have like a, a lot of a shower head. Um, you just use it. And women's, you know, everyone go there. Yeah, we have to pay to go there to have a shower. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so growing up in China, you, you struggled, you struggled in school and, um, but everyone was yes. living the same. Like that was the basic standard. Oh yeah, that's right. Then. I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Um, not much difference because I remember I have a few girlfriends, all right. Almost because they, they, um, almost every family similar, similar. Yeah. Then maybe there are some, uh, couple, uh, girlfriend, a little bit more money but i can t- i can see because one of them they have like an overseas uh relative so they mm-hmm. got more things to eat and stuff like treat we 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 don't and i, I remember when i actually was uh, uh my childhood we don't we never have uh toys we never have any toys and we never have like any treat like lollies and biscuits cakes uh, 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 even chocolate, never seen. Uh, I only, I think I started had a, a chocolate when I was teenagers, when I first had a chocolate. Oh, it was like so nice. <laughs> was, I was thinking, oh my, so nice. Oh, yeah. And when we, we don't even have, my mom never even buy fruit because yeah. they, they just buy food, you know, vegetables, meat and, and a fish. And we eat rice three times a day, but, yeah, we 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 always have food, but we don't. She never buy like fruit, and uh, and the lollies and and a treat. No, never. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
and you were living in one of the best parts of Shanghai, and that oh, was yeah, still the, your in the of living. Yeah, the suburb is very good. It's in the city because, and in China back then, everyone loved in the city. It was really uh, in central and very high class and and very good area. Yeah, yeah and yeah, and that was still your standard. Like it was still. <laughs> Very poor living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but there are people a little bit better. Lam, I just say, well, I have one of my girlfriend. Now she's came here now. Also, they, they, I think maybe their family is a, before was richer, and the whole family had a like a one sort of house. So one level, one of the kids live there. So like her family have two two bedroom. So mm. the parents have one bedroom, the kids have be- one bedroom. And to me, when I went to her house, to me, I was thinking, wow, oh, that's so nice, you know. It's so s- s- um, better than me, you know, just for, mm. oh, so rich. <laughs> to me, it was, yeah, it was very nice, yeah, back then. Yeah. But not big difference. And I never see, like, people are really, really rich because people – it's it's communism, you know. People can't own anything. You can't buy a house. You, you can't um, have business. Um, yeah, that was when I was there. Of course, now it's all changed. People, just the life is just here. People are very rich in China now, you know, yeah. richer than us. But now they can do, they can buy anything. They can buy car, houses, and they can do business just like here. But mm-hmm. when I was there, no. You, you can't do that. No, and no, so, no freedom. That's why we want to come here. It's mm. no freedom. You can't, you can't do anything. Like, yeah, you just have to work same thing for the rest of your life, you know? And so even, for example, your mother, even though she was a doctor, she was getting paid the same as a regular Oh, yeah, person. yeah. My father is like a, is a supervisor in, the, in a, like a factory or something like that. And my mom was a, was a you know, finish university. She studied like seven years. And, and that's really rare, a, first of all, for a woman oh, to go oh, to yeah, uni. No, yeah, not just that. I, yeah, I forgot. Um, for her, she's come from uh, the countryside. For people from countryside to qualify to study as a, to go to uni, it's very rare because most people back then, her age, of course, um, Parents doesn't want a girl to study because so they don't know how to read or write normally. No, because back then, olden days, woman doesn't go to school. Mm-hmm. The parents just want to teach them how to do all the housework, sewing, cooking, cleaning, and all. You know, and I, I my yeah, uh, that's a long story if I have to tell because she tell me, mm. and my grandma want her to look after, help her. Because a lot of work help her uh, uh, on the field and look after the ducks, you know. Because the, everything is like wow, the ducks go mm. on to the in the river, but if you don't look, watch them, they might go to the veg patch, eat, eat up all the veggie. So someone have to be there, make sure mm. they don't go up there, you know. Even very hot day, they sometimes ask my mom to do it. And uh, and my mom told me, of course, and she said she hated it. She doesn't want to do all this. I don't know why. She always want to go to school. Yeah. So one thing is very good is my grandpa, um, I think because from 
his experience because he doesn't know how to read. And then uh, it's so long story though. But he when essentially he, got money taken, yeah, stolen from him because yeah, he didn't know how to read. Yeah, because he he married, then he, and he went to city like uh, where my parents, big city, Shanghai or whatever, to make money. So she, he make money and then he asked someone because he doesn't know how to write, give the money, ask someone to send it to my grandma. And then my grandma never received anything. So then he knows, like, very important to understand. So he uh, actually agreed to send my mom to study, which is, yeah, yeah it's really good for my mom. And, uh, and uh, also for her to qualify, she needs to be higher score than the people in, in the city. Mm-hmm. A very very rare woman to go to university and to become a doctor and in the end my grandpa feel so proud of her because you know um, not many people first of all go to um, university and she was a doctor like she, he always tell people oh my my daughter is a doctor my daughter is a doctor yeah he was so proud uh, proud of her yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would love for you to share like your experience after coming to Australia. Like, what are the first steps that you took? Like, as you said, it wasn't easy. You were you started working in factories and, yes. and a lot of racism. Uh, and the first job I remember, um, I think I was working for I don't know eight or ten dollars an hour. Of course, wow. lower than normal. Also. Mm-hmm. I think it's a work for Vietnamese, but I don't know exactly what's that. But also, I, I forgot, but I know is, there is something um, need to some, a little bit lifting. Like it's mm. uh, a little bit, uh, I have to be a bit strong, a little bit physical. I, in the end, I found quite, quite hard. And then my sister feel, um, I said, she, she's, because, because they say you start, for that price and then we raise but they never did and then my sister said oh no you stop working there they they're not supposed to do that no good and so i did i stopped yeah and uh, i know it's very back then it's very hard to find a job but then i found another job i working in the factory yeah oh my god you have to be so fast and in the, they're making a ice cream cone so the machine makes bench of it, then you have to pick up and put it in the box. You have to be so fast. Mm. It's like on a conveyor you know. belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to pick yeah. it up. And, and then when you, the small box and put all the, in the big box, then when the big box is full and you have to tape it, then you have to stack. Um, I think, I don't know, back then I wasn't strong. I was very quite weak. Yeah, I worked there for for I don't know maybe a year or less than a year and and uh, I think of what else I worked uh, then so I worked work, the noodle um, yeah then I work in the takeaway shop and that was good and actually funny I, I never knew and I, uh, actually I like a, a salesman like I like to sell actually and I I was doing very good and 
when in the Nodu bar there, and that's how I think I'll start learning some English and as well, make me also open up and need to talk to people. I think it's a good, good job for me, you know, for people, for me, very shy, doesn't want to talk. I think it's good to push me to go out there, you know. And I remember the Nudu bar, um, I made the Nudu bar so um, popular. They have other food as well, of course. There's the sushis and there's other food, warm food, but they have a separate Nudu bar. I was in charge. I was doing the Nudu bar. I made it so busy. And the owner opened up next door and all just, just noodles. <laughs> from From there... Then I worked in the retail shop. I went to work. You know, that was a very big, big, bigger challenge, of course, because you need to, um, I need to start talking. Mm-hmm. I need to say, hello, how are you? How can I help you? You know, that's not in my nature to do that. And I think also I learned a lot of English there. And yeah, and it's only a girl. And I remember there was on Collins Street on the corner, but now Collins Street is all changed. Oh my goodness, it's all brand name, you know, before there's no brand name. Yeah. And I I remember back then, yeah, all the girl there, I was shy, doesn't really talk. I doesn't go into gossip or anything. But yeah, people, uh, I just feel very racist to me, you know, and uh, or I don't know, it's a racist or just, just always talk something about, about me or look down me, something. I just don't feel good vibe over mm-hmm. there. But I, my boss have two shops though. He's one, the main shop, and then he put me into the little shop, actually near the Hyatt, a very small shop. And I, I, when I was there, funny, I, I work very well by myself. And I remember I have a good sell, I sell stuff there was this the jewelry store or something else no uh, no that was the leather leather uh leather jacket yeah 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 Mm -hmm. from there then i went to the jewelry shop also Mm -hmm. on collins street and uh, and i also you know struggled there um because um i was selling of course to me, you see, to me, like a few thousand dollars or four or five thousand dollars, two thousand dollars is enough. Because I feel back then, like that was before you. <laughs> yeah. That was 24 or 20, like five years ago. Yeah. A mm-hmm. couple thousand dollars. Even now is a lot of money. But imagine back then, I selling two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. I think, oh, I'm do, I'm doing, I'm a good, I'm selling good. Mm. But my boss didn't treat me. Then I was thinking, I was so struggling. I was thinking, why did he treat me like this? Not fair. I feel right. Then I look other people selling. They sell ten thousand. The same items. No, of course, different items. Different. We, okay. we, we were selling all all jewelry, like different kinds of pearls. But mostly back then is opal. Yeah. Opal has d- different quality, of course. Um, different quality, different price. You can buy a dollar or two dollar mm. uh, 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 opals, but then you can buy twenty thousand or even hundred thousand, you know, opals. 
So I, I was looking at uh, other girls, one, especially one of them. I was thinking, how much she sell, you know? She sell 10,000. I was thinking, wow. And I was thinking, how, in the beginning, I was thinking, how can I sell 10,000, you know? But then I was thinking, oh, I think I didn't know I was doing a lot of traction. I was thinking, a, a goal setting. I think I want to sell 10,000. I want to try. So I did, you know? And in the end, in the end, I'll tell you, I become the best selling in that store. Wow. I was selling, yeah, in during, the, during the day, we have like always three, three girls or three, four girls and plus two boss. One boss always in, in, the, in the back, the one sometimes in the front. And some, most of the time, we, in, during the day, we don't sell anything. But I'm the one always work uh, like maybe a bit late until like six or seven. So when everyone left, I always sell. I was selling like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, one item or two items. I was selling very, very well. And funny thing is back then, there's no commission. I was getting yeah, the same. Crazy. Yeah, same as everyone else. But for mm. me, right, I'm actually very di- disciplined, also very, I think a very good employee for them. People don't realize, like, I don't need a boss to supervise me. I think other people, mm. yes, because I can see uh, all the other girls, they don't care because There's they no said. incentive to sell. Not, not incentive. Also, they think uh, the boss is very rich. They, yeah. they told me, they said, they said oh. <laughs> They open this. It's it's not trying to make money. You say that he has plenty of money. It doesn't matter if you sell or not. But to me, I feel funny. I have my own thinking. I don't just listen to other people. And I feel how on earth my boss want to open if uh, if you keep losing money if he exactly. want to open. I think yeah. there's no way. No way. Of course they're happy if they can make money, right? Mm. So. I didn't listen to them. They not even try to sell. They don't care, right? But I still, because also back then I have, I bought a house, I think with my family. I have a mortgage. So I really doesn't want to lose the job and I really appreciate it. I have this job to me, you know, it's back then I get like over $400 a week. It's a yeah. quite, quite good money 25 years ago. And um, it was quite good. And I, and I thinking, Compared to other job, very physical, I cannot do this. It's in the end, I actually really enjoyed it because I I never I, I think I have very good service. Like I never had a one customer uh, uh, upset, not happy with me. Some people they do, but you know I, I always make sure customer first. I always give them very good um, you know service. And and the funny thing is, I think it's also your vibe, you know, actually. And I remember I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> and I had a group of Japanese came and all I said is konnichiwa and whatever. And and uh, and they just loved it. And I have and next I have a, a also a colleague is she was a Japanese, but she's so serious. Just standing there. So serious. And uh, people didn't buy from her. And pe- people buy from me. And the funny thing is, and I don't even speak uh, any hardly except konnichiwa or maybe just say thank you 
I don't know, forgot how to say thank you. Arigato. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. And uh, <laughs> then after I make a sale, then she come to help. <laughs> yeah, because she wants to be involved in the yeah. sale. Look like she's the sale, but actually, my boss, mm. actually, you know what? And my boss have a camera, they see everything, you know? Yeah. And, and then she start helping me. I'm thinking, I made a sale, you then you just take it over to rap and this. And yeah. anyway, yeah, I, I, I can just sell, even I don't, even, we don't even understand. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, and I loved it in the end, actually. I really did enjoy talk to people and people all different every day different people, a different nationality, you know. And also, I think I'm proud I can sell. And I also go back, say, like, I, I feel like uh, what I say about my boss, I feel, oh, of course they're happier if I sell more. So that's why I always try. I didn't do like the rest of the us. Others, they didn't care. I feel I want to secure my job. You know, if I'm work, I want to make I want actually I I get paid I want uh the boss think are worth it right yeah it's it's yeah why do you want to pay me if I didn't even make my own wage so that that's how I, my thinking is so even that's why even like when it's no one uh, when it's after five o'clock because all the others they have families they Back then, I was single, so I would stay late. Everyone else go home. I stay in in the in the shop, and there's a boss, a male boss, in in the back. He has office there. So I always, most of night, I make sales, mm-hmm. and uh, and I we were very good team. And I was talking to them, make them interested. Then when come to bargain right and I call him out he he very good at bargain so I call him out and we always make sale so it was very good very good yeah I, I enjoyed it yeah but after of course after the pregnant after I pregnant and then you know uh uh they asked me to go back really they ring me they ring me to go back Couple of times I was saying no, no, because um one of the females I I don't really like the way she treat me, I don't know why she just treat me differently, and um yeah I'm thinking no I'm not going back there again, so yeah that's my, all my job in Australia I think <laughs> yeah for work wow. for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's amazing. So up until you had me, you mm. had all those jobs and you know, your success wasn't straight away. You had to do, you know, the jobs that were hard and, you know, getting paid $8 an hour and slowly working Mm. your way up, but you're Mm. willing to do that. You're willing to do anything to, to, um, you know, make the money and, and generate the success. So that's really amazing. And then, yeah, that after that, you were a stay-at-home mom raising Callie yeah. and I for yeah. um, a few years. So I think that is going to be part two of the podcast. So this is um, oh. you know, the end of yeah. part one, which I think is really uh, good. We talked about China, coming to Australia, um, your first kind of your, your first jobs in Australia. And then part two, we're going to be talking about really how you built your success. So that was okay. um, how you did your business, 
investing, mm. real estate, all of mm. that, which is going to be so good. So thank yeah, you all for listening all right. to part one. Yeah, it's like dream, really. Now <laughs> think about it. I, I really, I, I can tell you, but I feel like I don't know how I did it. Really, <laughs> yeah. So but I did now. it. But as you said, you say I have to do, but you have to do it because when you, you see, sometimes when you um, have to start from zero, you have to work from you yeah. know low and work up way up and but, what was also i'd love to hear about like your mindset in that position because I, I get a lot of people saying well it's just so hard i'm a victim like it's so hard to make money and a lot of these people are people who were raised in you know privileged um countries you have access to the internet your phone but you had none of that but what was your oh, yeah. mindset when you were like <sighs> having to take on these jobs and and having and you literally had nothing and I think we also forgot to mention when you came to Australia you were in a lot of debt as well you had to pay oh, yeah. like twenty thousand dollars because I, there's a lot yeah yes that's a lot of money I I I have to pay my also own um uh airfare mm-hmm. and I have to pay like twenty thousand dollars Australian dollars. Back then, it's a lot of money, uh, all these fees for to come here. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if mindset, because, you see, we always thinking in China can't make, don't have the opportunity. We, yeah. we think here we have the opportunity to do whatever you want. Mm. You know, it, it's also so many years when you change, you don't really remember. But I remember, I, I, I just have to do it. I, I have no money. I have no money. What, what are you going to do? You just have to do it. You have to just go out there, find a job, and work and pay for all the necessary. I have to pay rent. I have to have to pay food. You know, I have to pay my debt. Yeah, yeah, so you didn't I, I, even have time to think about. No, like, no, you, you don't. No, yeah, like even the first job, I was very grateful. Like I feel, oh, eight dollars is a lot of money compared to China. China back actually, I tell you, I think I, I, I think if I'm not make a mistake, I make back then four hundred dollars yuan a month. Mm. It's like uh, not even hundred dollars a month now. Worse, yeah. And in China, that's good money. Mm. That was good money, you know. And then when I come to Australia, I make $8 an hour. Think about it. If I work, just say $10, right? That's $50. Then $50 um, Australian, it's worth like uh, um, how much? I, I Back then, I don't know the conversion of it. It's like a one-day work, maybe one month work. Mm. so to me so I was actually feel oh that's the first time yeah I have money coming in I feel really happy but I I didn't mind to work a little bit more but my sister said no 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 (laughs) no you can find somewhere else um they they they, they're not legal they shouldn't they lie (laughs) and and no good so I stopped it you know then I'd find other job but yeah I think no it's no yeah no time to think hard because back china is harder too you know yeah. come here you got all this opportunity i feel like you just have to willing to do it i, yeah. I don't know nowadays what other kids 
a lot of excuses feel, oh, this is too hard. Oh, no, they just don't do it. But I think, you know, sometimes you need to work the way through, you know, from the bottom. And mm-hmm. you learn something and then push you. I think it's a good experience, you know. I think, especially um, for the salesman, I think whatever happened to me, it, it's to make me a better person, to help me to improve myself, you know. Yeah. That's why I look at it. Yeah. That's mm. such a good perspective to have. Mm. Amazing. Well, thank you, Mum, for coming on for part two. And okay. we'll see you. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, part one. And we'll see you mm-hmm. in part two. Okay. Oh.